Hey, I want to work with you today on a few, uh, a few, uh, sales techniques. So the first one is this is, is, is a lot of times when we're working with customers, we miss, uh, as salespeople, we miss opportunities to ask questions and we don't ask because a lot of times we don't want to seem pushy and, 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 and look, I get it. And so a lot of times when I'm working a deal, I ask a salesperson a specific question, like the, the salesperson will come in and say, Hey, th- this customer's six months out. So I'll say, well, why are they six months out? Or they have something worked out with their bank. Well, what do they have worked out with their bank? Really obvious, you know, rebuttals. Uh, or the customer, uh, the customer says that they're going to come back in with their spouse. And I say, well, when is that? In other words, I'll ask a specific question based on what the customer's objections are. And many times my salespeople will answer me by saying, I don't know. They didn't say. So I'll press them. I'll say, well, they didn't say or you didn't ask. See, your customers aren't just going to, they're not just going to volunteer answers. They're not going to be thinking, oh, okay, well, this is the part where I got to clarify my thoughts to you. No, they, they don't know that you need further, uh, further information, further answers. So what you got to do is you, you got to listen for clues and subtleties and ask deeper, more specific questions based on whatever their response is. Ask questions specific questions and don't leave anything dude up to assumptions never leave anything up to to assuming that you know where they're going with the thought or what they mean it's not about being pushy it's about being clear and see your job as a salesperson is to add clarity to your customers already foggy mind of decision making dude their whole mind is clouded because they don't know which direction to go and so you you think their their mind isn't all jumbled up so, look, they're trying to decide how your product and service fits their current needs compared to all the other products and emails and videos and everything else that they've looked at. They get inundated with. Their, their, their minds are swirling. So what you got to do is you got to see a, a window of opportunity and, and you got to jump through that window. You got to inquire. You got to ask. Don't miss a sale because they didn't say. You got to be the one to ask. The next point I want to hit on is this is, you, you know, you know, they say the, the last few minutes are, are most meaningful, right? So whether it's a, the final scene of a movie, a climax of a song, a conclusion of a speech, even your sales interaction, dude, it's those buzzer beaters, those heart stirring moments that carry the most impact, the greatest impact. My question to you is this. What's the last image that your customer thinks about when they leave you? I mean, when they don't buy from you, is it an image that, that you're sulking and pouting because you didn't make a sale? Or, or you're, so, you, I mean, because of that, your whole demeanor changed because you didn't get your way? Or is it instead when you don't make a sale that you create the image or you portray the image that you played all the way through, that you kept your composure, you're professional at all times? Sure, on the inside, I, I know you wish you would have made this, uh, the sale, but from the outside, you're cool as a cucumber, dude. You must maintain your your air professionalism at all times. Now, on the flip side of this, what's the last image? What's the last image that your customer thinks about when they leave you after you make a sale? Is it the see clothes, see the car, see the keys, see you later, or or did you actually take the time that uh, although you you may have been very busy, did you take the time to help them through their process to set up the navigation, the hands free technology? Did you take the time because you sold them on the fact that you were going to be there for them after the sale? So did you show them what you sold them on? You have to understand, dude, a lot of buyer's remorse kicks in when the customers just get kind of 
tossed to the side. They make a big, huge commitment, especially if you're selling a big ticket item. They make this large commitment, long-term commitment, and you just kind of hand them off and shove them out. If you want to reduce that anxiety, that buyer's remorse, then walk them through the process. Make sure personalize their product to them. It's theirs now. So help them set everything up. And so that way when they leave, man, that's the that's the image that you that you left with them that you actually cared. The final minutes, dude, are critical. So whether it's a phone call, a, a sale, or even no sale, man, keep it in the front of your mind. Keep it in the front of your mind that when you're working with a customer, when they walk away from me, what is the lasting image that I want to create in their minds? And the last thing I want to talk about is this, is we have a thing that we call a one-legged spouse. And a one-legged spouse is this, it's the it's one spouse that comes in without the other. That's why we call it one-legged. So many times this is a sales tactic, so many times it's a tactic, but sometimes it's just the way that it goes. But when you have a one-legged spouse or you have a spouse that does not even speak up, because dude, sometimes you'll get a, you ever got one of those spouses that come in and they don't say anything? Like they just put their head down the whole time. They don't say anything. Well, when I have a one-legged spouse or a mute spouse, then what I'll do is I'll put them on the spot. I'll say, I'll ask them specifically, well, what are your thoughts? Because what you want to do is you want to get the conversation out of their head. And and sometimes, you know, if, if it's a mute spouse, if it's one that's not speaking up, sometimes they'll speak up and you can seal the deal because they'll affirm it and say, yeah, I think it's a good deal or yeah, we need the, we need the vehicle. And sometimes they may voice their concerns. And now that they voice their concerns, dude, now you can address it. That's a good thing. By asking what are your thoughts, what it does is it, it isolates the decision and puts the weight on the customer, not on the assumption. Now, if they do come in alone, if they are one-legged spouse, don't you think that their opinion carries some heavy, heavy weight? I mean, they're going to leave you and they're going to go home and tell their spouse what they saw and then also how you were. So you got to treat them as if they're the only one voting. You got to treat them as if, as if they're the sole decision maker. So when you ask a customer, what are your thoughts? Sometimes they'll blurt out and say, oh, they're just going to say it's up to me. Well, that's a wide open pass for you. Then you say, well, tell you what, being that it is going to be up to you, are you okay with everything? And then you could push your deal forward. Or they may even voice their concerns. And that's a good thing too. But because if they, if they voice their concerns, see, if you didn't ask them, if you didn't ask, what are your thoughts? Well, who would have addressed their concerns? It wouldn't have been you. It would have been the other half. Or it would have been another salesperson who will totally diss you and then actually make uh, make their product seem better than yours or your or, or their service better than better than you. See, so what you gotta do is 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 you gotta it's shine time, man. You gotta get that conversation out. So the customer the, the customer that's there with you, man, you gotta sell them as if they're the sole decision maker, as if they're the cheerleader. See, they're the ones that that you end up deputizing as a salesperson and they're going to go sell what you did, what you said, what your product will do. They're going to sell it to that other spouse. And many times they'll be so stirred up with emotions, they'll push the time frame up. They'll push the time frame up and they'll come in sooner rather than later. At first they were months out and now they're going to come back at the at the end of the day. At first they weren't coming in until this weekend and now all of a sudden they're coming in in just a in just an hour when when uh when he gets off. See, that's the kind of things that you need to 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 be thinking about. 
So, hope these techniques work. Remember this, everything in life is negotiable. And the greatest sale that you're ever going to make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. Thanks very much for tuning into The Sales Life. Until next time, I'm Marsh Bice, and I'll see you out there on the blacktop.